0: He's got connections, from actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. My special guest is Candlebox frontman, Kevin Martin. Great to have you back on the show, Kevin.
1: My pleasure. How
0: are you? I'm doing well, you know, all things considered. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah, same for you, I assume, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so.
0: A uh, new release from Candlebox, the first since 2016's "Disappearing in Airports" album. Which, by the way, I was a huge fan of, Kevin.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. I, I was as well. Thank you very much. Appreciate that.
0: Equally impressed though with "Let Me Down Easy," a song in which you, Kevin, co-wrote with Peter Cornell, Chris's brother. Let's start with that collaboration and how that came to pass.
1: Well, I've known Pete since um, since the 90s in Seattle. Um, we played shows with with uh, a couple of his bands back back in the days. When we first started out, '91, '92, um, but we never really connected on, you know, any musical level or, or you know, talking about, you know, writing songs together. Uh, and then a couple years ago, I took a, I took a manager on by the name of Amy Decker, who was managing Chris Cornell at the time, and um, she was dating Pete, now, and they're now since married. Um, and I told him last year, I said, "Listen, man, I need I need some kind of that old school swampy blue stuff that you used to write." I want to kind of get back in that world. Do you have anything? And he was like, "I got this thing I've been kicking around. You know, let me let me see if I can work it out, and I'll I'll send you something." Two days later, he sent me this full length uh, version of this song on acoustic, and it had all the same energy that it does electrically, which is weird. Um, it was it was pretty awesome, and it was really the catalyst um, to kind of get us started getting ready to make this record. Uh, it really drove the band in the direction that we went to make the album because it felt exactly like. Um, something we needed to do as a band right now is, is something a little bit different than what people expect of us. But a little bit of that um, kind of classic bluesy, candle box rock and roll that people loved from the first record with songs like Arrow and, and Rain. So, um, yeah, it just it happened just via phone conversation. And um, then I sent him the, the version that we had worked up at uh, pre-production and he's like, that's exactly how I hear it going. So um, we rolled with it. And um, this is the version we got. And we love it. Is that a
0: pretty rare thing for someone to give you a song idea from outside the band?
1: It is. It's very rare. Um, you know, listen, unless you're a pop star, which, you know, generally you're not writing any of your own music, anyways. Right. And for Candlebox, it's always kind of, we always kind of kept things in house. You know, it was either me and Pete writing or me and Barty writing uh, or later on in, uh, in, 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 when I was writing with Mike Leslie and, uh, and Brian Quinn and stuff like that for the latter, the latter records. Uh, and I write a lot with Adam, my bass player. Um, but it's always kind of always been in house. I've never really written, uh, outside of, uh, outside of Candlebox. So, but I, you know, like I said, I'd worked with Pete or I'd never worked with him, but I'd known him for so long and I knew that what he could deliver was exactly what I wanted. Um, and uh and he certainly did
0: i love the way the song begins that slide guitar that sort of outlaw vocal you sort of called it swampy i guess was the word you used and and your vocal there almost like tom waits ish very cool
1: (laughs) thank you well you know i mean the concept behind the song when when i heard it the first time it immediately made me think of robert johnson kind of those great blues players oh yeah um that you know that kind of crossroads passage and and you know did these musicians um sell their soul to the devil was it really something that um you know was was what people thought it was and and i wanted to kind of keep that energy and really it's it's that's that intro lyric and 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 melody i'm going for is kind of you know, that's that inner monologue when you're when you're thinking to yourself, um, you know, a, a, is this the right way, or is this a certain thing I should be doing right now, or is this something that's detrimental not only to me, but to the people around me? Sure. Um, and I wanted it to feel that way, and I love Tom Waits, and I wish I was actually in baritone like that, but... Um, yeah, that's kind of what I was going for.
0: Last time you and I spoke, one of the questions I asked you was why you're so open and honest about a song's meaning when so many other artists tend to prefer keeping that to themselves and allowing the listener to, you know, determine what it means to them. In terms of Let Me Down Easy, it feels like a tale of redemption, or at least the hope of redemption.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's it's that point where yeah, I think we all get to in our lives when, you know, whether it's, if you believe in, you know, the, the pearly gates of heaven or what, uh, or whatnot, um, that, you know, none of us really, we know that the time's going to come and none of us want to, you know, die a horrible death. We, you, most of us dream of, you know, fall asleep and, and you never wake up sort of thing. And, and, um, and, uh, but I think that, you know, we're all sinners and, and, uh, and, and there's going to come a point where we are going to have to answer for what we've done. And that's what my concept behind the song was, is, is you know, I, I, I hope that it's, uh, I hope that someone finds it in their heart to let me down easy rather than um, taking me out the hard way and, and, um, and <laughs> fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> So what makes a great song in your mind? And I I asked this question going back to something you alluded to a bit ago about how the initial treatment of this song that Peter sent you was on acoustic, and you were uh, amazed at how well it translated in that direction. Is that what makes a great song, when you can strip something down that's meant for electric and it's still great acoustic, or how does that work for you?
1: I would say so. I mean, I uh, I think that, um, listen, there have been a lot of amazing songs that, you know, were never, acoustic guitar never even, you know, entered in the mindset of the songwriter. But I think that the majority of the great songs out there that we go back to, if you're going back to the Beatles, you're going back to Neil Young, or you're going back to, you know, uh, the who or, or, or Led Zeppelin or whatnot, uh, they all, or even, you know, like I said, Robert Johnson and um, and some of those great blues albums that we all have or Elvis Presley or little Richard with the piano, you know, um, an acoustic instrument like that um, just lends itself to, to so much. And, I think that's, you know, or you know, let's use a song like Patience by Guns N' Roses, which of course, you know, Chris did a cover version of, which is beautiful. You um, bet. You know, it, it's, that song just couldn't be any, I mean, if you tried to make that a rock song, I think you'd ruin it. And um, and if you tried to throw drums and bass and, you know, just turn it up, you just would ruin that, that song. Um, it, it, it just stand alone by itself, that the instrumentation on that track just makes it so special. And, and I do believe that. I, I believe that if, if you can play it acoustically and it still says the same thing, uh, that makes it a great song.
0: Yeah, we're playing that rendition of Patience. And I'm a big fan of his rendition of Billy Jean. And he did Redemption Song and all these great songs. And yeah. he kind of made his own. That was uh, That was the M.O. for Chris, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Uh, the song is available now. Let me down easy uh, on a variety of digital platforms, and I understand is part of a full length album that you hope to put out in 2021. And I'm guessing the hope is you can get back out on the road and tour on it next year.
1: Yeah, we have got to be able to support it. I mean, I I don't I, I I was you know kind of it was interesting to see Cedars campaign right now for their new record that came out last Friday. I, I don't know even Seven Dust. Um, I, I don't know how anybody can try and get any. Kind of traction right now, you know, especially rock bands. Who you you want to see us on the road? You know, we're, you're not you're not sitting at home listening to us. You know, smoking a pipe. You know, you're, you 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 want to get out there and get dirty with us. And and um and I I just you know with the conversations with my agent, my manager, and the label, you know, um, it just seemed like this really we cannot put this out until we support it. Um, so what do we do right now to keep people interested? And that was let's release this um, this single in this lyric video and, and just keep people's interest a little bit. And, and hopefully it, it takes, us, uh, takes us someplace. We've already, we've just seen that we're in the top 20 in Portugal MTV, which is interesting.
0: That's cool. Uh,
1: yeah. So, I mean, it's, I guess somehow people have been waiting for something like this uh, musically, maybe not just from candle boxing, but I, you know, in general, I don't know.
0: Here's the billion dollar question and it may be a trillion dollar question considering the size of the economy. But when will it be okay to come out do you suppose? What do you think is the right time?
1: You know, I got to tell you man, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the mask and the vaccine, you know. Um I you know, I was vaccinated when I was a kid from measles mumps and rubella and you know, I think I turned out okay. I've, I've got a couple ticks, but other than that <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> well... Um but, uh, you know, I, I really think that, the, um, you know, ultimately the safety of everybody that's coming to the shows is the most important thing. I mean, we're we're hitting 180,000 deaths, and whether you believe it or not that it's the actual numbers, um, you know, uh, even if it's 90,000 deaths, that's too many from a, from a disease sure. or from a virus, you know, and, and one is too many for that matter. But, um, you know, in, these venues need to be able to be insured. Bands need to be able to be insured to play these shows. Promoters need to be able to get insurance for you to come in there's so much stuff that goes along. There's so much red tape that's attached to it, but it's ultimately for the protection of the fans that love the music and the bands that are playing it. And, you know, I, I have people in my life that are, um, that are at risk of, of dying from COVID. I've lost three friends this year from it so far. And, Mm. and, um, and not because they did anything. It's because somebody that that came around them that wasn't, you know, practicing the social distancing or, or wearing a mask or whatever, and, and took it upon their constitution to, to, um, make it, you know uh uh, uh, make somebody very very sick and um and i just you know it really hurt that really hurt me because uh it's 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 not difficult to put a mask on your face you know um it's 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 respect and that's what it is and i think you know we're we're a society right now that just lacks an enormous amount of respect and it's it's just disturbing
0: I will say this when we do finally make it through, and we will make it through i am an eternal optimist, Kevin, and I hope you are yeah. as well that I am, once once we do get back to this and when we're you know having our favorite bands play venues here in town and everybody can get together again, it's going to be one of the biggest parties I think that the world has ever seen. I think everybody is chomping at the bit to get out and see live music. I really do
1: Oh I, I agree with you one hundred percent the hangover is going to be amazing. <laughs>
0: Oh, funny. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time for me today. And by the way, still waiting for the Kanye cover of God's Gift. Maybe we can get that done before (laughs) tens of thousands of people cast a vote for him on November 3rd. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Martin on Twitter at IMKM. You are a great follow, my
1: friend. I really appreciate it again, man. My pleasure. Thank you, brother. Have a great day, all right? You too.